Good day, good eve, and good morrow to you, Euro nerds, and welcome or welcome back to Euro Revision, the fun podcast with a clunky name where we go through every single edition of the Eurovision Song Contest from the beginning to the present. This time we're going through the third edition, 1958, which took place in Hilversum in the Netherlands after they won the previous year, which formed the convention that takes place to this day where the winning country hosts the following year. It took place on Wednesday, March 12th, 1958, at the Avro Studios. <clears throat> Ten countries participated like the previous year, uh, the UK decided not to come back. Some say this is because they were a bit miffed at their country's low performance the previous year, but who's to say? But we have a debuting country this year, and I'll introduce them in due time. The format was pretty much the same. The, the, the voting system was the same. Each country had 10 jurors who would each cast a vote for their favorite song. The stage was almost the same, but it had, uh, it had interchangeable backgrounds that could, you know, add context to the to, 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 each, to each song. And also it was uh, de decorated with many, many tulips, which, yes, yeah, very stereotypical of the Netherlands, but also they're, they're just gorgeous. And the Netherlands really does have the most gorgeous tulips in the world. So, you know, why not? Also, interestingly enough, this is the second and final contest that doesn't feature a single song in the English language, which is fun. So, with all that knowledge in place, Let's get started in reverse points order with the songs. Uh, in this contest, there is a tie for ninth place. So there's so no tenth place. So arbitrarily, I will start with the Netherlands. Uh, they use the same performer as, the, as their previous two years, Corey Broken. The, the, the song is called Heel de Wereld, or The Whole World in English. Um, music and lyrics by Benny Freden. It only scored one point, which was from Switzerland. So, uh, these lyrics, it, the song is in Dutch, but the English lyrics, I must tell my secret to the whole world because I'm happy. The whole world is now twice as important to me because now I know what happiness is. But isn't this world too busy? Who still has time for happiness? Yet I want to cheer because I must tell my secret to the whole world because I'm happy. Shall I write cards to let everyone know? Shall I advertise in the paper? It doesn't matter for me how I tell it, but it must be known throughout the country. But isn't this world too busy? Who still has time for happiness? Yet I want to cheer because I must tell my secret to the whole world. Because I'm happy. All right. Let's hear Corey. You know I love Corey. I do love Corey. Let's see how she does. I'm sorry to say that was a bit disappointing from Corey. Oh, I mean, it's not her fault. She didn't write the song and she sang it very well. It's just the song was fine. It, it scored one point. I don't see why. Well, that, that sounds horrible to say. Um, yeah, it's fine. I don't think I can say anything else without just maybe sounding rude. So I'm just going to go to the scores. Live vocals. It's my Corey. I love her. She sounded great. There is nothing, you know, dramatic or emotional like there have been previously. I mean, she she was emotional. She was engaged, but mm, I'm going to give it an 8.5. So 
yeah, yeah, 8.5. Visuals, again, she, she stood there and sang, but she was very, she was emotionally engaged the whole time. Uh, there was a, a, a nice little recitative section, uh, there have been in songs from the 50s, uh, the, the section about, shall I write cards? Shall I advertise in the paper? And that was very charming. Um, so for that alone, I'm gonna go a bit above the halfway mark and give it a six. Uh, am I hooked? Not particularly. As I said, the song was fine, but it wasn't bad. So uh, I'll, go, I'll give that a 2.5, straight down the middle of the lower half. Um, and the Afterglow, does the song say what it, seem to say what it wants to say? I guess, that, yeah, this is, the song is fine, so I'm just kind of give these a five. I promise you, it will, the songs will get more interesting as the years go by. But who knows, they might get interesting right now. Let's see. The other tie for ninth place was Luxembourg with Un Grand Amour, or A Great Love, performed by Solange Berry, with music by Michel Eric and lyrics by Monique Lanis and Raymond Roche. It again scored one point, and again, that one point came from Switzerland. So thank you, Switzerland, for rooting for the underdog. Um, it is in French. Uh, and the lyrics in English roughly translate as a great love that begins without thinking about it most of the time and we listen to a romance born from a stirring silence because you know when we love each other even words are too much what's the use dreaming of a poem the supreme moment is much nicer eyes which are turning away quickly and then hesitate to come back to the eyes that tempt and invite them to smile that is how love imposes itself and suggest something crazy to you. We don't live love in prose, we transpose it in poetry. A great love, alas, is ending, like a nice dream and a sigh. Again, worries trouble you. The sweet rest comes to an end. What does it matter that life is short and that its vigor runs out one day? If friendship takes over when a great love ends. If friendship takes over when a great love ends. Ah. I was about to say it made no sense, but I mean, it does. It's just a bit, the, the English translation is a bit awkward, but I, I think I like how that ended. Hmm. Also, I did not give the Netherlands total score. So let's see uh, what the total that would be. 22. Yes, 22 points for the Netherlands. All right, anyway. Let's see Solange Berry sing Un Grand Amour. Un Grand Amour. Huh. bad not bad it's it's still not i mean it's not great i i can see why it's maybe a lower score but it's yeah it's a fine it's, it's a french song about love in i mean it's from luxembourg but it's in french um yeah there's there's not much special about it i i, I like her her deep voice uh I, I, um that's nice i'm yeah there's not again not much i can say about this one that's, mm, let's go on to the scores. Live vocals, 
not as good, not as distinctive and wonderful as Quarry, I must say, but but still very good. I'm gonna go with a seven and a half for this, just because again, it might be the song's fault, and if it if it is, then I'm sorry, Solange. Um, uh, for Eurovisuals, uh, yeah, she she she's standing there and singing. She's engaged, but not quite as charming as Corey. So maybe I'll I'll knock a half point off. I'll go with five and a half. Um, Am I hooked? Not particularly, but I did I I did enjoy it a bit more than the last one, so I'll go with a three. And then Afterglow, yeah, it's it's a French it's a song in French about love that sounds like it's a love song. But yeah, okay, again five straight down the middle, which gives Luxembourg a total score of twenty three, so one point above Switzerland. Hmm. All right. And now we move on to Denmark with the song Jägrev et blad ud af min dagbog. And I know I butchered that pronunciation. In English, it means I tore a leaf out of my diary, which is the translation I have. That might just mean I tore a page out of my diary. Well, let me know. Uh, EuroRevisionPodcast at gmail.com. Performed by Raquel Rosteni. Music and lyrics by Sven Ulrich and Harry Jensen. It scored three points. One from Sweden one from France, and one from the Netherlands. In English, the lyrics translate as, When you left in anger, I regretted. The fault was mine. Reason, well, it tricked me. What we had together was beautiful and great. Do you know what I've done today? I tore a leaf out of my diary. Every little word I regret, my dear. What's the use that I'm wise afterwards if you think everything must come to an end? Try to forgive me, even if it is hard. Then I'll promise you it will never happen again. I tore a leaf out of my diary. You do the same, my friend. If you hate me, really, you have a reason. My jealousy, I was more than mean. Do try to forgive that I was bad. And if you're great enough, well then, forget. I tore a leaf out of my diary. Every little word I regret, my dear. What's the use that I'm wise afterwards if you think everything must come to an end? Try to forgive me, even if it is hard. Then I'll promise you it will never happen again. I tore a leaf out of my diary. You do the same, my friend. You do the same, my friend. All right. Let's hear Raquel. That was nice. It was very enjoyable. Uh, a nice opening where she did seem to have a diary that she pulled a page out of. Again, she's using her prop, which is very nice. She was she was, she had a lovely smile and a nice voice. But other other than that, considering what the lyrics were about, it it seemed like she was talking about a relationship that ended over something that she did. And she's, she's just smiling and saying, oh, well, I tore this page out of my diary, so it no longer exists. So do the same, okay, dear? That doesn't, that doesn't seem like it would work. So I, I do understand it's the 50s and it's a fun song and she should smile while performing, blah, blah, blah. But hmm, I'm not sure. I think there are still emotional performers at Eurovision. I think this could have been a bit, but again, that's also on the, the writer, the, the, the composer. So, mm, again, I, I wouldn't say that it was very effective. 
So uh, for live vocals, uh, and again, she was good, but there was something that special that I heard. I'm gonna get, I'm just gonna go with a six point five. I'm not sure why, but I have to. For visuals, I'm gonna go pretty high, and, and again, because we're still in the fifties, and someone's actually using a prop that has to do with the song they're singing. So, and she's and she, it was nice to sit to watch her sing. So I'm going up to a seven. Am I hooked? Not particularly. Uh, I mean, more so than the last few songs, I would say, but no, I'm, I'm going to go with a four. So that's still higher than anything before. Afterglow. Yeah, as I said, it doesn't really work with the lyrics, as far as, I mean, in my opinion. So this one's going to be pretty low. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go as low as a two. Sorry, Denmark. That's a 19.5. So yes, the, the, the bottom of the night so far. Oh, well. Let's move on to Germany with Für zwei Groschen Musik, which means music for two pence, possibly two penny music or tuppence music. I'm not sure how they intended that to translate. Performed by Margot Hilscher, with music by Friedrich Meyer and lyrics by Fred Rausch and Walter Brandon. It scored five points, two from France, one from Austria, one from Belgium, and one from Sweden. Let's see, and the lyrics in English. They chose Miss Germany, Miss France, and Miss Italy. There are also Miss Fashion and Miss Leg. But since everybody likes music, and there is no Miss Jukebox yet, I just want to be Miss Jukebox for once. Music for two pence, music for two pence, and everyday life fades away when happy music is played. Music for two pence, music for two pence. Do you want quiet music? Do you want hot music? Or do you find a minor key just wonderful? Music for two pence, music for two pence, and for this little money, a world belongs to you. Repeat chorus. May it be music of Dixieland or songs from the Rhine, or do you prefer Verdi's operas? Music for two pence, music for two pence, and for this little money, a world belongs to you. Here's the man at the piano. Here's the march. So are we. Here's the woodman who sings when the home bells ring. Music for two pence, music for two pence, and for this little money, a world belongs to you. All right, sounds fun. Oh, and she's wearing a lovely pageant sash. That makes sense. Let's see. Man wählte die Miss Germany, Miss Frankreich und Miss Italy. Es gibt sogar Miss Mode und Miss Bayern. That was so much fun. I, I honestly can't believe it scored only five points. I, I mean, it was cheesy. It was cheesy as, well, yeah, it was very cheesy. But I think it worked, especially for what it was going for. It was just a, a song about music and enjoying music. Uh, I, I, for live vocals, she's, she was great. She was so engaged. Also, we have, not for the first time, we had at the beginning with Corey Broken, really, but honest to God, belting at Eurovision the last note, it wasn't very high belting. I tested it. It was only, it was, it's an A flat, which is still belting. And sound, it sounded so good in the last note. Um, she was very engaged in the song. Um, I loved almost everything about it. I'm going to go as high as an eight. So not, so not quite as high as the Netherlands this year, but still a solid eight. Eurovisuals. I like the pageant sash. She used these records in front of her that actually, that she act, and she actually seemed to know what they were saying and how they, uh, applied to the music. I mean, do you like quiet music? Do you like hot music? Uh, Verdi's operas, that kind of stuff. Uh, she seemed to really enjoy herself, even if she 
yeah, it's, it's I'm going to go with the 7.5, almost as good as the live vocals. Am I hooked? Yes, kind of. I mean, I, I still remember this melody. It's very simple and very short. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 but it's I remember it I, and I attach it to this song, uh, so yeah that um, that's gonna be a seven I guess I'm going down in decibels here but still, it's a seven, uh, Afterglow, yes, it's about it's about music and about different kinds of music and the orchestrations utilize that to a beautiful degree, they really use the orchestra especially at that last verse where she's talking about the the, the piano man and the and the brass. And the the wood, wood the woodwinds it's it's so good and we have a key change um, we've probably had them before but a, a nice just stereotypical modern I mean a whole step modulation up or possibly half step half step or whole step modulation up it's just so delicious to finally see it for the first time and I'm going to at least from here start clocking how many of those we we see throughout the contest because they are prolific. Anyway, that is a whopping 30.5, which is way above the highest score so far, which ironically is the lowest score of the evening, well, tied with Luxembourg, but still, wow, that is really good. Let's move on to Austria. With Die ganze Welt braucht Liebe, or The Whole World Needs Love, performed by Leanne Augustin, Music and lyrics by Gunther Leopold and Kurt Werner. It scored eight points, so it tied in fifth place with the neck with the, the country after this. There is no sixth place. We got uh, three three points from France, two points from Switzerland, and one point each from Belgium, Sweden, and Luxembourg. And the lyrics in, in English are: "The whole world needs love. Who likes to be alone? A little bit of love." Should it be different with me? In the big gear of the world, even the smallest stone has another little stone. Should it be different with me? No. My heart too has longing, but it needs a second heart that tries to understand me in happy days, but also in bad days. And if the world were cold and gloomy, it wouldn't be kissed by sunshine. And every heart needs love. Should it be different with me? No, it can't be different. The cheek wants to be touched softly. The mouth needs tenderness. A hand it wants to be caressed. That's how it is today and for all times. The whole world needs love. My heart too has longing, and it needs a second heart that tries to understand me, in happy days, but also in bad days. And if the world were cold and gloomy, it wouldn't be kissed by sunshine. And every heart needs love. Should it be different with me? No, it can't be different. That was lovely, rather sad and melancholy, but perhaps hopeful? I don't a bit anyway, let's hear the song. this I did it it was only slightly disappointing I don't know why I, I feel like I could really enjoy this performer in another setting with a different song and again it, it's not even that the song was bad it was just 
I don't, it wasn't as melancholy as I expected. It was, I, I guess the lyrics could be taken as hopeful. So I guess that's not that bad, but let's see. Okay, for live vocals, I want to give her a very high score because she sounded very good. It's just the last note was the only stopping point for me. It, it just, she suddenly looked scared and sounded a bit iffy. And she held it out as long as she needed to, but yeah, it, she was showing her hand kind of a lot there. So I'm, I'm going to go with a seven. I think that's fair. Okay, a seven. Visuals. Okay, she she was very engaged in the song. She was it was it was it was lovely to watch her sing. Um, I'm going to go with a six point five, mainly because as as five is the base point for someone who's just standing there and singing. One extra point for how engaged she was in the song, and just an extra half point because I feel like she really is better than this song. So yeah, 6.5. Am I hooked? Unfortunately, not so much. Um, more so than I am with the Denmark song, but... Um, I'm gonna go with a 3.5 on this one. It's not doing it for me quite that much. Afterglow. Mm. Again, it was fine. It wasn't quite what I expected with the lyrics, but it also could have been taken a different way. So I'm gonna have to go straight down the middle and say five, which gives this one a 22. So it's tied with the Netherlands, who was actually tied in last place. Hmm, interesting. All right, now let's move on to Belgium with the song Ma Petite Chatte, which literally in French would mean my little cat, specifically female cat, but I suppose it's an idiom of some sort, so it means my little sweetie, my little darling. It's a term of endearment. Performed by a repeat performer, Foud Leclerc, or Foud Leclerc, with music and lyrics by André Doé. It also scored eight points, so it tied for fifth place. Five of those points are from Germany, and they have one point each from Switzerland, Denmark, and Sweden. And the song is in French. And in English, the lyrics are roughly, it was a melancholy day. It was a melancholy day. Sorry, that's Daryl Hanson. I should not be uh, disobeying copyright laws. It was a melancholy day. It might happen to you tomorrow. I was walking around the streets aimlessly and thinking about nothing. When I perceived her, she came to me. It's unbelievable, but it's true. She had all the trump cards in her game and the skills up to her fingertips. Arguments as much as you want put me up to anything. She had this funny little look, as if she wasn't really one. She smiled at me, being sure of its effect. I didn't believe there could be toys like that on earth. It was a dream to see it was a dream to see that little sweetie there, not much higher than that, with roguish eyes, as they say it in songs, and all you need to do to please boys. And it was a love story, a story with a happy ending. And as this always happens, I married her one beautiful morning. And the evening came. I didn't dare to think of it. It's unbelievable. But no, she had all the trump cards in her game and the skills up to her fingertips. It doesn't take a long time to say it. She put me up to anything. She had this funny little look, as if she wasn't really one. She smiled at me, being sure of its effect. I didn't believe there could be toys like that on earth. It was a dream to see that, it was a dream to see that little sweetie there curled up in my arms with roguish eyes as they say it in songs and all you need to do to please boys, and all that can make you go mad, and all you can't say in songs. Sounds very generic. Sounds like a very generic love song. 
in French. But let's listen to Fud, as I'm sure his name is not pronounced, um, and see how he does. This was fun. It, it did seem a bit generic in terms of the fact it, it was very much like a, I don't know, it, it just sounded like a standard French nightclub song, but it was, I did enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, also, this guy is kind of dreamy, I'm not going to lie. I don't know what it is. He's, a, he's slightly awkward, but as an awkward person, I can relate to that and admire it, but he's still, maybe it's the French. I don't know. Anyway, I lost myself there for a second. Uh, so yeah, starting with live vocals, he sounds great. He's, I mean, he's a Eurovision, he's been at Eurovision several times. Uh, I'm gonna go with a straight up eight. He sounds good through the whole song. The last note is solid, and I might just be harping on that because of the last song, but he sounded great. That's an eight. Visuals, I'm gonna go with the same thing, the same standard as last time because I mean, he was just at the mic singing. There was nothing happening around him, but he was—he sounded very good. It was a pleasure to watch him sing. I'm gonna go with a 6.5 for visuals. Uh, am I hooked? Not entirely. I can barely remember the specific melody of the song, so I'm gonna have to go under five. So that's gonna be a four. Sorry, sorry, Fud. Um, and for Afterglow, I, this is actually gonna, strangely enough gonna be pretty good because I, I do feel like. It wasn't what I expected after reading the lyrics, but it was, yes, I, because I th guess because in the lyrics, the, the, the whole past tense thing made me feel like it was supposed to be sad, but I kind of bought the whole, the, the reason that it wasn't quite as sad as I expected it to be. So I'm going to go, yep, I'm going to go as high as a seven on this one, which adding that up is 25.5. So, yes, not quite as high as Germany, which only scored five points from the actual jury. Huh. Anyway, now we move on to our debuting country, which is Sweden. <laughs> in Northern Europe are first since Denmark, and its flag takes an inspiration from that of Denmark. The Swedish flag is blue with a golden yellow cross extending to the edges of the flag. The vertical part of the cross is shifted to the, le shifted to the left. It's a unitary parliamentary constitutional monarchy containing a monarch, a Riksdag speaker, and a prime minister. The population is about 10.3 million, and the only official language is Swedish, though Finnish Miankili Sami, Romani, and Yiddish are recognized as national minority languages. Their song this year is called Lila Stierna, sung by Alice Babs, with music by Eke Gerhard and lyrics by Gunnar Versen. The song originally had lyrics by the composer, Eke Gerhard, with the title Sama Stiernor Lisa for Ostve, 
the same stars shine for us too. But following a demand from the performer, Alice Babs, the lyrics were replaced for the contest. Interesting. Uh, the song scored 10 points in fourth place. Three each from Switzerland and Luxembourg, two from the Netherlands, one from Austria and one from Belgium. And in English, there's a lot of, there's a lot of la-la-la's at the beginning. And then, night over countryside and town, sleeping houses, the windows glitter because of the starlight, a girl standing by the window looking up to the blue, just 15 years old, but still she's thinking, little star up above, answer me, answer me. Is he coming, the man that I will love? Yes, you'll probably know who he is. Will I read in his eye the same answer, the same answer that I think I see you twinkling to me now, you little star? Is he coming? Is he coming? Yes, you'll probably know who he is. Will I read in his eye the same answer, the same answer that I think I see you twinkling to me now, you little star? Let's hear Alice. Utterly lovely. I don't know why I wasn't expecting to like that song so much. Maybe, maybe it was, maybe it was the outfit. But even the outfit grew on me. I, I liked the dress actually a lot. It was it's it's a bit much, but eh, it's Eurovision, so why not be a bit much? It, the the melody had a lot of variation. She, she would sing the same, basically the same phrase, but just change it up a little bit each time. I'm a big fan of that. A very interesting ending. Uh, the orchestrations were just incredible. The strings, oh, I could go on forever about the strings. They, they were lush and perfect and conducted beautifully. Uh, so yes, for live vocals, mm, I'm going to go with a nine, a solid nine. She was, she sounded great, perfect for the song. Yes, nine. Visuals, hmm. Again, she just stood there and sang. She was in front of a microphone. But for the dress alone, I, I'm going to go up to a seven. I, 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 I'm, Sweden's going to be, I'm just going to say, Sweden is a contender. I mean, Sweden with pop music. Sweden does well in that genre. But this isn't your, your typical Swedish-associated pop music. And still, it's very, very memorable, even though it's very simple, as I will hasten to say, most Swedish pop music is, on the surface, very simple. But it's always, it always ends up being very catchy to the point where you can somehow manage to remember it and it gets stuck in your head forever. Um, so she so has a nine and a seven. And so on the subject of being stuck in your head forever, I'm going to have to go above five for Am I Hooked? Yeah, I mean, not much. It's not going to really be my main jam for a while, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go with a six. It's a six. And so yes, for Afterglow, which comes with the lyrics, it was perfect. It was a lullaby, I mean, kind of, but uh, the orchestrations were wonderful. Ugh. All the way up to an eight, I have to, which gives this 30 points, which is by far, well, it's, it's the highest score except for Germany, which is half a point ahead. Ugh. I wonder if I'll regret that decision. Anyway, let us move on. To third place, which is Italy. 
Now, actually, this, this song is the first Eurovision song that did well commercially, at least in Europe, except it was under a different title. But the, the, the past two years really haven't had any commercial successes, so many people were a bit hesitant to try to compete. They're pretty much just like, what's the point uh, if it's not going to get us any success? But Domenico Modugno, who wrote the music and the lyrics, as well as performed this song, at Eurovision, it was called Nel Blu Dipinto di Blu, or Blue Painted in the Blue. He changed this song to a, a title to be, to be called Volare, which is also where it's said many times in the song. Almost, it feels like a more conventional title, considering where the word is placed in the song. Volare means flying. And it, it scored 13 points. Four from Belgium, four from Germany, one each from Switzerland, Austria, Sweden, France, and the Netherlands. Yeah, and, and he got it. It was very successful, which actually attracted a lot of attention, and a lot more countries decided they might want to compete in this someday. Um, the song is in Italian, and in English, the lyrics are translated roughly as I think such a dream will never come back. I painted my hands and my face blue. Then suddenly I was ravished by the wind, and I started flying in the infinite sky. Flying, oh oh, singing, oh ho ho ho. Blue painted in the blue, happy to be up there. And I was flying, flying happily, higher than the sun, and even higher, while the world was slowly disappearing far beneath, a soft music was playing just for me. Flying, oh oh, singing, oh ho ho ho. Blue painted in the blue, happy to be up there. But all the dreams fade away at dawn, because while setting, the moon takes them away. But I keep dreaming in your beautiful eyes, which are as blue as a sky quilted with stars. Flying, oh oh, singing, oh ho ho ho, blue painted in the blue, happy to be down here. And I keep flying happily, higher than the sun and even higher, while the world is slowly disappearing in your blue eyes. Your voice is a soft music playing for me. Flying, oh oh, singing, oh ho ho ho. Blue painted in the blue, happy to be down here. In the blue of your blue eyes, happy to be down here with you. All right, a bit repetitive, but let's hear Domenico. Penso che un sogno così Non ritorni mai più Mi dipingevo le mani E la faccia di blu Poi d'improvviso venivo dal vento rapito Amazing intro. Disappointing. Follow through. I mean, it was fine. It, 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 no, it was, was better than fine. That's harsh. It was a lot of fun. It, it, it is very catchy. I, I will remember that. Volare. I can see why they renamed the song, but... Volare! Yeah, it's, it's very memorable. It is a very cheesy Vegas singer, though. So, I don't know. I wish that... I, I almost prefer that a song fully leaned into that vibe instead of coming across at the beginning as... Well, I guess a bit of juxtaposition, never hurt anyone. Um, it's not a bad song at all, obviously. It's the first Eurovision song to truly break through. So, for live vocals, 
I'm gonna be honest. I don't think he himself was that great. He was good. So he definitely gets better than five. Um. Yeah, it, it was a bit awkward though. I'm gonna oh, might be a bit harsh and go with a six here. Yeah, sorry. Uh, it, visuals. Uh, he 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 was fun. He he was very. He, he seemed to be very much into the into the song. Very engaged with what he was doing. Um. I'm gonna give a full point and a half above five just for the the wing circle that he did because it was it was delightful and made me smile. So six point five for visuals, and I hoped. I mean, I kind of am, as I said, that that melody is not gonna leave my head anytime soon. So yes, that's that's a six. I mean, it's a pretty hmm, boringly consistent level of scoring so far, and Afterglow. I mean. I wasn't sure exactly what this song was. No, I mean, I, I did know, but it just, it just seemed very... It's a very fun song for lyrics that seemed a bit nostalgic to me. I, I'm, I'm, I'll go above the middle, but not by much. 5.5. Oh, that really seems harsh for this song, but that gives it 24 points. Hmm. Sorry, Italy. Um, before I upset anyone else, let's move on to second place. Switzerland, our original winner. But again, they're using, they're still using the same performer, Lise Asia, and I, I do still love her, uh, with the song Giorgio, uh, with music by Paul Burkhard and lyrics by Friedelin Chudi. It scored 24 points, five from Luxembourg, well, six from the Netherlands, four from Italy, four from Sweden, three from France, and two from Belgium. Wow. Um, so let's see. This song is in Italian, for the most part. Well, no, it's no, it's in Italian, uh, and in English the lyrics are, "Oh Giorgio, Giorgio, Oh Giorgio from the Lake Maggiore, Giorgio, a weekend with you in Ascona, in Ascona at the Lake Maggiore with Chianti, 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 a weekend with you and risotto, 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 risotto." Wow. Oh, Giorgio, a weekend with you in Ascona, in Ascona at the Lake Maggiore, with love, much love. Oh, Giorgio, Giorgio, a restaurant, the public square. Waiter, sir, madam, would you like an espresso? No, wine. Oh, Giorgio, oh, Giorgio from the Lake Maggiore, Giorgio, a weekend with you in Ascona, in Ascona at the Lake Maggiore, with Chianti, 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 a weekend with you and polenta, 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 polenta. Oh, Giorgio, a weekend with you in Ascona, in Ascona, at the Lake Maggiore. Did you ever go anywhere else? I'm so sorry, that was my own, that was my own interjection. Oh, Giorgio, a weekend with you in Ascona, in Ascona, at the Lake Maggiore. With love, much love, oh, Giorgio, Giorgio. At night under the moon, a boat, the lake, the mountains, and the palms. Gardens, flowers, mimosa. Oh, Giorgio, Giorgio, from the Lake Maggiore in Ascona, in Ascona, at the Lake Maggiore. La, 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 la. My beloved, my beloved, goodbye. Goodbye, my beautiful, beautiful blonde woman. Oh, Giorgio, Giorgio. La 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 la. La 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 la. Oh, Giorgio, Giorgio. Okay, I, I, so it was a short affair. And they had so much Chianti. And a fair amount of risotto and polenta, too. All right. Let's hear Lisa Asia tell the story of this man she seems to be quite obsessed with.
Okay, let me just say this. Oh, that sounds bad. No, I, I, I love Lisa Sia. I think she sounds great, as she always has. I, it comes across kind of severely, but maybe I'm wrong, that she hates this song so much. Uh, anytime she does anything that has the repetition, and it is a very repetitive song, but specifically saying the words over and over again, polenta, polenta, polenta seems her least favorite. Just look at her face when she's saying, polenta, 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 polenta. She's just like, I know this is stupid, but come along with this ride with me. So this that, that that's a bit, that's not great. It, she doesn't allow it to make her performance bad in any way. Even in the, the cheesy spoken word part, she's committed, she's engaged, and it seems, it doesn't seem that cheesy when she's doing it because she's a talented performer who can rise above material that might be unworthy of her. Sorry, composers of this song. I, it, it's, it's not a bad song. It, it, it does stay with you. Again, that sounds like I'm talking about a condition. Um, anyway. Uh, let's just let's just go with the scores, shall we? Uh, live vocals. I might just have to give this the lowest the lowest score of Lisa Sia's, just because I'm gonna give this an eight point five only because it was rather apparent that she did not like what she was singing, which it's fine to not like what you're singing. I I have done that many times, but it's not great to make that apparent. Although I must confess, I've also done that many times. So Lisa Sia, I I feel you. Um, for visuals, mm, it was good. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm going to go up, up again above five and I'm going to give a full point and a half just because she seemed, she was, she was always engaged and even made, and this takes, this means a lot to me, making a cheesy spoken word section sound appropriate and valid. She did an amazing job. So 6.5 for visuals. Am I hooked? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that. Ever since I first listened to this song, even if it's just the chorus, the Giorgio, and maybe she's cheating a bit because part of it is her, every single time she says Giorgio, she's, it's, she, she not, not cracks or squeaks, it's a deliberate thing, but Giorgio, Giorgio, every single time she says it, that's hard to forget. Uh, it's not bad, it just, it's just, it's very, it's very distinctive and noticeable. So I'm gonna give this a 7.5 for, being hooked. Afterglow, yeah, it's a song about being obsessed with a guy you knew for like a weekend, maybe a week, uh, and it's very annoying and repetitive, and so that, that seems very appropriate. Even though I like it, that, that, that sounds harsh, but I mean, that's what the song's about. So that, I'm gonna give it an 8, which is a 30.5 tied with Germany. Still, wow, that, these are our two highest scores so far. Wow. I wonder if the winner will actually win this podcast episode. Let's see, because the winner of this year was France with Dors Mon Amour, which means Sleep My Love in English, performed by André Claveau, music by Pierre Delanoë, I hope I pronounced that correctly, probably didn't, he, but, and lyrics by Hubert Giraud, Hubert Giraud. Those names will become, will be around for a while, so get used to them. 
It scored 27 points, the highest of the night, obviously. Nine points from Denmark. Nine of their ten points. Only one person on the jury from Denmark did not vote for this song. That is the biggest margin you've seen so far. It's nine from Denmark, seven from Austria, and it's six from Italy, and then one each from Switzerland, Germany, Belgium, Sweden, and Luxembourg. So yes, quite the front runner. And the lyrics in English? Sleep, my love. The sun is still far from the day. We have all the time to love, and the night understands us. Sleep, my love, protected by my arms that surround your sleep with a curtain of happiness. Sleep onto my heart. I'm a king that holds his whole kingdom in his fingers, and that shivers of seeing this enchanted kingdom falling down. Sleep, my love, my princess, locked up in her tower, with all the refrains of the night, my sleepy princess. I'm following your soul step by step on its way of joy, and I amuse myself by leaning over your starry sleep. Sleep, my love, the sun is still far from the day. We have all the time of, we have all the time to love, and the night understands us. Sleep, my love, protected by my arms that surround your sleep with a curtain of happiness. Sleep onto my heart. I hear the voice of your life that beats so close to me, and I feel like a very gentle blow that caresses my cheek. Sleep, my love, my princess locked up in her tower. I see the morning smile. Here's the sun of tomorrow, the great sun of the eternal love. Oh, that's very sweet. Wrapped up in my arms, it's around your sleep with the curtain of... Oh, that's just very nice. Let's see how André Claveau sounds. Yeah, clear winner. So good. Such a sweet song. His voice, it's, it's, it's not always the one, it's not typically the kind, of, the kind of voice that I would gravitate to, but it's, it's very lovely. There's a, I mean, to start a lullaby, or at least a song that is called Sleep My Love and is mostly very sweet and soft and lovely, to start that with brass is an interesting choice, but you know, it, it gets, obviously, it gets, it, it's much better. It gets much better. Now, there's something about the live vocals of, he, I'm going to give him the highest score of the night with a 9.5 because it, it's, 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 it's not the greatest voice I've ever heard, not, not necessarily, but there's something about the, the nuances he puts into it, the, the scoops even, which you, you will find certain people voice professionals who just feel that all scooping is bad, which is obviously not true. It's, it's sometimes, sometimes it's unnecessary and very blatantly over the top, and sometimes it's, it works. And when it works, well, it works. 
for people who don't know what scooping is, it's when you start a bit below the note that you eventually end up on. Mary Martin, people who uh, imitate her in an exaggerated fashion, but not that exaggerated, tend to emphasize that when they uh, imitate her. So, um, for instance, from Forbidden Broadway, let's sing an old-fashioned ballad. And this man, uh, André, André, oh goodness, my French pronunciation is terrible, begins this song, mon amour, and I associate that with the song. I will never not think of that when I think of this song. And I will always remember the way he sang it. And even the low notes in the at the beginning, it's it's a very lovely song. So yes, nine point five for live vocals, visuals. Yes, I don't know. He his he was very good with his face too. He he was charming. Uh, he, he was pushing it a bit. Some of it could I mean because I mean I guess any Frenchman singing a love song could write rise the line between creepy and sexy. But and he wasn't sexy. Well, he was. Just, he just seemed. Sweet and affectionate, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go as high as a seven for that. Yes, so that's a seven. Uh, am I hooked? Yes, I just sang half the chorus for you and I could sing it again. So I'm eight, solid eight. Afterglow, I think it's it's very good. It's obviously about it's a it's a very sweet, soft, lovely song about hoping someone will sleep well. I guess just for the brass, I'll go down to a 7.5, but that's still pretty good. And that is a 31, which means it only scores half a point more than second place, Switzerland, and way back down in eighth place, Germany. I, I don't, hmm, I guess that, I guess that's not that, really that strange. It just, I guess it speaks to how much I seem to like Germany's song this year. I don't know. I'm, I don't feel like there was much wrong with it, with the song or the performance. Maybe people just... It was fun, and it was basically a love letter to music. Maybe it wasn't that serious, and people were hoping that at this point that Eurovision would be, would be taken more seriously. But we will get to a point, I mean, not for a while, but pretty, pretty soon, where there will be entries that are straight-up disrespectful, not just irreverent or fun. So, I mean, I think, I honestly think it should have scored higher. But overall, I do agree with this winner, as I pretty much have agreed with for the past three years. Anyway, that was 1958, the third Eurovision Song Contest. We only have one more left in the 50s. So please join me next time for 1959. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, translation corrections, or any help you can offer me with, you know, just translating these songs and getting better or more accurate translations out to the people, please let me know at eurorevisionpodcast at gmail.com. No dashes like there are in the title of the podcast. Just E-U-R-O-R-E-V-I-S-I-O-N podcast at gmail.com. I know that's very clunky and weird, but hmm, here we are. Anyway, thank you so much again for listening. Please have wonderful days, peaceful nights, be kind to each other, and good luck.